Angie McMahon, a.k.a. The Fossil. This is Emily McMahon, The Swan. I don't know why you're talking like that. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Okay. It sounded Not really funny. <laughs> it just sounded really serious. <laughs> so, I think we should maybe go over why we're doing this. Mm-hmm. It's the um, first pod. Yeah. First pod. First pod. First pod. Pod moment. I'm here because I think if I share the things that go on in my head, uh, it'll help other people maybe not feel like they're crazy or broken. And if I share the mistakes that I've made in life, that maybe you two will feel better about yourselves and just be open and raw and genuine and, you know, I'll share the junk in my life and maybe that'll help somebody out there. Nice. What about you? Really deep. Um, I'm here for sexual relations with women and to acquire currency, also no. known as fuck bitches get money. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Here we go. That's not true. Um, that's that's going to be about the epitome of our cast here. Just Our cast? Our cast. Wow. You call it a pod. I'm going to call it a cast. They really dug you deep. You do you. You do you. They really dug deep in this uh, casting call. I see. I'm more than one person. They got okay? We are two people. Now we're French. Also, they can mean more than one person. Boomer. Yeah. Boomer. <laughs> I'm not even a boomer. That's what a boomer would say. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, just, I just did my own joke. Anyways, um, no, I'm here for a creative outlet, honestly. I don't know what you Gen Zs do. <laughs> are you a Z? I don't know my alphabet. Yeah, you're an X. I'm a Z. X. Y Z B T R five five green cat blue hat. Ooh, <laughs> mom is gonna die. Die. Ooh, wait, I don't like that. We're manifesting what? some bad juju. You there. know, I'm gonna let you in on a really big secret. Okay. One day I'm going to die. No, <laughs> I won't let it happen. <laughs> okay, bigger secret. I'm actually immortal. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I could believe that, honestly. Yeah, because evil doesn't die. You're not fucking evil. <laughs> that offended you. Because <laughs> I think it's interesting. I think if you say that you're evil, then the standard of what's actually good and evil would shift. If you're the the place marker. If you're the, the what's it called? If you're the face. Standard. If you're the standard, yeah, for... Poster child. The post. That's what I was thinking of. The poster yeah. child for evil. Then we've no. got some bigger issues. No, but it, it does suggest that we all have an image of ourselves in our minds, and it's not true. So this is this is actually a perfect example mm. of what we think of ourselves is not how other people see us. So, you know, what is it? Perception is reality, as they say. For whoever's looking at you has their vision of who you are, and you maybe feel completely different on the inside of who you are. Because you know everything about yourself. You're the only one that can't hide from your thoughts and your feelings. Mm-hmm. But just because we think something doesn't necessarily mean that it's true. Correct. And feelings aren't real. <gasps> oh, I said it! I said it! I said it! Unpopular opinion, number one. Feelings aren't real. I need you to elaborate on that because I feel like there's so many people who would say the opposite, that all feelings are valid. Uh, All all feelings are valid because they're true to you. Inside of us, our feelings are real. 
They are real. And they're to us. When you think of what a feeling is, it is our internal reaction to something that has happened to us, usually in the past. Let's, let's go to an extreme to make this make sense. If you have PTSD, you've been through something very traumatic, mm-hmm. and you've anchored a sound, a smell, a situation, a visual that, that brings up that Negative. moment that moment in time and you're reliving it. And we do the same thing on a smaller scale every single day. I mean, Oh, absolutely. So if somebody, you know, there, we use the word trigger. If somebody says something to you that you don't like and it triggers an emotion, it's because you've already anchored to something in your past. But the truth is it's not happening right now. Mm -hmm. Those thoughts turn into feelings are not real. You just got to understand yourself enough to know why you feel that way. So it's more important to stop and ask yourself why you had that feeling and deal with that. So the truth is feelings really aren't real. I mean, they're just a reaction. And the thing that has happened that is is making us stay in that, that energy and that emotion, it's not happening. So, and especially in the cases of extreme, extreme cases of when we think dark things... You just have to retrain yourself. And I know that sounds black and white, and a lot of times I know you get mad at me because I come across as everything is black and white, but honestly, you just have to do it. You have to change your thought process. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Which is exactly what you would do if you go to therapy. That's exactly what a counselor and a therapist so how is does, to do. how does someone do that who doesn't have access to therapy or can't afford it? The only thing you can do is, number one, understand um, what's causing it. Try and figure it out. Journaling helps. Mm -hmm. Talking with a friend. Talking with someone you trust will help. Once you realize the actual problem, if you You really find the core issue... You can face it. Yeah, definitely. You rip it out by the root and you can face it. It's not an easy thing to do. It takes a lot of time. And we're living in a world where everything comes right here, right now, and very quickly. And the binge watching and everything else that we, we have access to yet... The one thing that really matters that takes a long time we don't have access to. That's pretty shitty. Mm-hmm. Am I allowed to say shitty? Absolutely. Okay. I've, I've sworn so many times already. Um, I think that's definitely an interesting point. You've definitely given me a new perspective on it in the way we're like, even looking at, I don't know, even looking at like the the movie that I watched when I was younger that really bothered me. And I didn't really face it until just recently when it, like, resurfaced, right? When it became more popular. That's because we talked about it. And But after we talked about it, and I really found out why it bothered me so much, like, even now, it, like, talking about it right now, I'm not, my heart's not beating anymore. Like, I mean, it's still beating. (laughs) My heart's not racing anymore. Um, I'm not as, like, weird to talk about it. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, I, I guess that goes to show that... Feelings are valid, but they're not real. But let's even go deeper with an example. Mm -hmm. For me, my insecurity is somebody calling me stupid. Right. And why? Why should I care what somebody else thinks? Why should I? But you do. And if it's somebody that you love or you care about or even a person in your family, even if you're not even that fond of them and those Mm -hmm. words sting... If those words sting, you have to say, okay, why does this bother me? Obviously, I don't think I'm smart. So then what do I do about it? I mean, I just went back to school and I realized I can learn to to take over that. It's not, I'm not set in stone. I'm not stupid. Well, I can 
behave stupid. Everyone but can I'm be not stupid, stupid at times. Yeah. So, I mean, we all have something different. We all have something <laughs> that bugs us. Okay, so I, I wonder if you can give insight on onto this. Where, so, for the longest time, I kind of thought, like, so obviously I, my biggest issue is people thinking I'm I'm fat. Right? Which is such a stupid thing. And I know it's a stupid thing to worry about because it literally doesn't matter. But for some reason, that's like my thing. Right? And so I took this test one time to see if I was like fat phobic. Because um, I was like, that would be the only answer. Because if that's my biggest fear, if I'm scared to become that, then like that, that's probably like my issue. Right? And so I took this test. I forget what it was, but... Um, there was like a, a teacher at my institution that like handed it out to students, um, where you could see where your biases are. And so I took it thinking that I was going to get fat phobic. And if anything, I got the opposite that I, I would like to point out that there is no visual here. So Emily is built like a stick and is a a baby giraffe. She's very tall. She's very thin and she's gorgeous, but she doesn't Um, think she is. And I am mom bod times three. So I'm pretty pudgy. I'm pretty pudgy, but I have the reverse of anorexia. I think I'm skinny, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but I'm not. So the first thing I heard in that comment Mm -hmm. from you was what you think, you worry about what other people think. So that's actually... Wow, shocker. (laughs) Well, but, okay, Captain Obvious here, but that's the first thing you'd have to deal with, Mm -hmm. is why do you feel the need to uh, please other people? Why is that important for you? Right. But uh, what I thought was interesting is, like, the thing that I thought I would have a bias against was actually the opposite. Well, it's your fear. Well, but the thing is, is according to the test, because it, 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 like, traces, like, what your eyes do and, like, um, what your reactions are. And if anything, I associated fat people with having better qualities than I associated with skinny people. Interesting. Isn't that interesting? That, that would be ha- that would, that's a topic we Like, I, <laughs> I looked at fat people as being more loyal, happier, nicer, more caring, and I looked at skinny people as being deceitful, unhappy, like all that kind of stuff. And which was interesting because you would mm-hmm. think it would be the opposite if I have such this How much of that isn't social media oriented or All of it. <laughs> Not you. all of it. Thank you. So that's well, an, but that's an influence based on movies and what you're putting no, into your mind. I don't think that's necessarily all of it though, because I mean you could go back to all the things. I mean, so many. All of the things. So many past experiences with people who have said things that have clearly affected me. And, of course, it's natural for something to affect you. And when I say that you have to retrain yourself, um, I'm not saying that you're never going to be upset with somebody for saying something to you. That is not what the goal actually is. The goal is to be able to accept and not react to something that hurts you or you know you don't react to hurt someone else and lash out because the truth is whenever our feelings are hurt or we get angry it's our problem it really is even if you say but but wait a minute angie you're wrong that person at work is an asshole that that person's being a jerk well that may be true but it's really comes down to you reacting to what they've done and what they do should not be affecting you. And even if it is irritating you at work, it's still your problem. The responsibility has to remain on ourselves 
to fix anything. It has to. We will go nowhere if we keep blaming everyone else for our problem. True. 53 years it took me to realize that my biggest problem was me. Your first world... Well, fuck. <laughs> I fucked it up. Your, your first world problems matter. But that doesn't mean they're real. So maybe look into that and decide what you need to do to fix it. And talk to somebody. And talk to someone and seek help. Mental um, health is really important. Mental health is really important. But also it's very expensive and we understand that and we love you. <laughs> yes, we need to spread the love more. We need to be more understanding. And it, But, the, you know, it also... There's... there's um, a common issue of if we can't be kind to ourselves, how, you know, of course we're not going to be kind to other people. We're going to be rude. We really need to. Is that always true? It's always true that how much you love and respect yourself is how much love and respect you're going to give others, period. Really? Period. Well, but I know a lot of people who put on a front of being happy and being like the nicest person ever, but you can tell they're actually very sad. Literally, my father flashed into my head. He, mm-hmm. Everybody thought Bernie was the happiest, fun, right, exactly. playful, and then he, you know, put a gun to his own mm. face. Spicy, and, <clears throat> yeah. So, and no one, none of us understood what the hell, what the hell, Bernie? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why did you do that? We don't get it because he he had a different, he had a different. Uh, thought process so he was trying to show the world but he wasn't being honest with himself so he wasn't being honest with the world he lied to all of us that but again he lied to himself that's still lying to yourself Mm -hmm. i feel like we need to bring the vibrations up (laughs) i feel like we just got really dark (laughs) i think my dad would be proud that we're talking about him now honestly yeah that's leo in him But it's important. Don't Attention. get to that point. Do not get to that point where you feel like uh, you need to end it. Don't do it, people. Find someone. Don't kill yourself. Don't kill yourself. Don't Your kill love. Yourself. We love you. We Don't love kill you. yourself. Don't kill yourself. We, we love, love you. Okay, I'm off beat. <laughs> One of us was. And here's the way I look at it. We all get dark thoughts. We all, I, I, th- I don't think there's any person on this planet who hasn't or will not get to the point where like, what would happen if I wasn't here? Mm-hmm. How do I make this pain stop? Mm-hmm. And I look at it this way. I can at least be a bad example. Yeah, I'm willing to do that. What? I'm willing to be a bad example. Huh? <laughs> a bad example for what? For anything, you know. I'm not here to, 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 oh, look how much I know and look how much I, you know, I've lived and I'm not there here for that. I'm, I'm like, hey, I screwed up. Here, here, let me show you what stupid things I've done so you can kick and spit at it. And then I hope you feel better and then move on and do better. <laughs> that's kind of the way I look at it. That's kind of the, that's kind of the point of all this, really. Mm-hmm. I'm stupid and so are you. <laughs> Let's and, do it together. And it's okay. We're going to we're going to normalize. We're going to normalize no, being we, human we, and making mistakes is okay. Just fix it. We're going to normalize being human. Humid. Yeah, humid. <laughs> Believe me, with these hot flashes, I've been human already. Oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> humid. We should normalize. Stay human, people. Hydrated. Stay hydrated and be humid. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Indeed. We should normalize being humid. You- <laughs> wow. <laughs> Stronking. She's stronking. At the tender age of 20, Emily Grace McMahon stronked. Did you just dox me? That's a joke. You're fine. Um, 
we should normalize being human, but not necessarily being stupid. You shouldn't be stupid all the time. I'm using stupid as a general. I'm not... I know, but let's not give too much slack. Like... But don't the, do stupid things, but when you do do stupid things, it's okay sometimes. The point is, you don't realize it's stupid when you originally do it. That's yeah. not always true. Hmm. Sometimes you just don't care. Or well, you, you do something for not necessarily the best reason, you know? You might know it's stupid, but you might be like, oh, but, you know, you opportunity to, cost, freaking this out. is more fun. You didn't work out the way you expected it to, etc. Yeah. Blah, you know? Exactly. Honestly, part of the mental health issue, in my opinion, mm-hmm. is the overlabeling we do with each other and ourselves. Yeah. There are words that get thrown around so much, and it's just being accepted in a normal conversation, and I think it's harmful. A common one for me is I see a lot of, especially on YouTube, it's just inundated with videos of empaths versus narcissists. And what bugs me about that is, you know, even if, and I believe that there are, empath to me is a person who's very um, uh, sensitive to other people's emotions and you absorb them, you absorb what's going on around you. But if you're sensitive, it doesn't mean that you should be finding the excuse that everyone else is a narcissist because that's what it's going to come across. When you're overly sensitive, you want to believe that it's everyone else. That's a problem. Mm -hmm. Calling yourself an empath should not be used for the purpose of blaming other people for not being like you and that everybody else has to change for you. And what some people are calling narcissistic individuals are really just people that they didn't get along with. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, yes, there are absolutely nasty people out there that have extreme bad behaviors, but the general populace is using these two phrases, overusing them. We're teeter-tottering on wanting to be the extremes. I think that's what scares me more about what's going on, is that people grab onto it and it becomes their identity. I mean, it's hard with the pandemic, though, because we are seeing such an increase. Well, the pandemic's made it tough on everybody, absolutely. Absolutely. But... That's a stress. Yeah. And the stress of the pandemic is causing sadness, but that doesn't mean you're depressed and it shouldn't right. have to force you into depression. And I, I just wonder sometimes how we fight for the bottom. I've seen a lot. I've seen this really overused where I go to school. You're not cool if you don't have depression. <laughs> no, I don't think it's that. But I think, I think when you're feeling down, it's an easy, I don't want to say easy because again, I don't, it's never easy. I don't want to stigmatize this. Like if you have anxiety and depression, obviously that you have it. And then we need to work through how to fix that. But I think a lot of times people are using it as an excuse when anxiety and sadness, not necessarily depression, but these are normal feelings to have. And there is an appropriate amount of anxiety that you should be having in stressful situations. And there's an appropriate amount of sadness that you should be feeling as well. But I hear a lot of my colleagues, <laughs> my peers, if Your you peers. will, claim that they have depression. But if you look at the symptoms of depression and what actually being clinically depressed means... It's disrespectful. It's commonly misused yeah. in the way where if you 
want to bust it to the mall and you're excited to hang out with your friends and to go out to dinner and all of that, but you're feeling sadness, well, you're probably not depressed. Depression, one of the main symptoms of depression is you do not want to do the things that you love and enjoy doing. You are avoiding everything in life because you physically feel like you cannot mentally and physically handle it, right? Correct. And so... I get frustrated when I hear this because it's okay to be sad, but to say that you have depression, I feel like it's being used as an umbrella term now. It is. And you can be sad for a month. Absolutely. The truth is, what are we doing about it? I mean, we have to want to try and be better. And fix it. But I've had depression. I've been on the pills. And there was a point where after a few years, I said, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. Am I really sad or am I just clutching onto this because I wanted to change my life and the pills weren't changing my life? Gee, I wonder why. Because mm-hmm. the pills weren't the problem. I had been caught into a pattern of bad things that happened, really bad things that happened, one after the other, and my little brain couldn't handle it. Yeah. <laughs> and then I eat her, eat her. Bonk, bonk, bonk. Then I said, all right, that's enough of that. Yeah. But I had to curl into a ball. I had to curl into a ball and, and cry and be sad and, you know, have have my doctor say, I think you have depression. But I wasn't looking for it. Right. I wasn't actively seeking it and saying what, you know, what I should have been wondering, but I wasn't. I was too busy feeling sad. So I think that's, that's kind of the, I didn't need an excuse of, um, I can't do that because I'm sad. I guess where it is for me is this thing where... I ideally I'd like to say don't label yourself unless you have a medical diagnosis but that's unfair no no labels are important for communicating I mean it's like saying I there there shouldn't be words we need we need the words absolutely (laughs) absolutely but instead if you're unable to get a medical diagnosis you can say I have symptoms of depression not I am not 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 I am depression right when you start saying I have, therefore, I can't do this, or I am, therefore, dot, dot, dot. Um, Once you understand or even think you understand what's going on with you inside, you can make a plan to change it. Right. Let's do more of that. And that's what I'm working on. I'm doing a, a therapy counselor course now on top of the coaching Coaching and therapy are very different, if anybody doesn't know coaching therapy. And Plug your business, girl. Coaching is to, to end in a goal. There's a goal involved. Mm-hmm. When you're talking about therapy, you're still seeking what a problem is. You need to discuss. You're trying to actively talk it out, which can happen in coaching, but the coach is not necessarily there to... They're there to help you accomplish a goal, but the therapist is there to help you figure out appropriately what is going on and if you need medicine, and then they would send you to a doctor. So a doctor doesn't want to hear your problems. The doctor is not there to tell them you're depressed. The doctor right. is there to send you to a therapist to find out if you actually are depressed, and then the doctor will give you the medicine. And sometimes a therapist can have a designation that allows them to give you a medication. But I am now working towards therapists. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's like this weird in-between for me because I do it too where I look up things and I'm trying to figure out what is going on, right? 
whether it be mental, physical, whatever it is, and you think and you say to yourself, oh, I might be this, right? But right when you say, I have it without actually knowing, that can be really problematic because now you've told yourself that you have this thing and you've trained yourself to believe that you are no longer capable of doing certain things because of a thing that you may or may not even have. (laughs) (laughs) Honest to God, I cannot stress enough if everyone would keep some type of journal, whether it's on your phone in a notes, whether it's in a little booklet, whether you record it as a little recording for yourself daily, what's going on with your body and your emotions, then you can actually go to a doctor, a therapist armed with, with data you have data now. But what do you, but again, like, what do you do? Okay, let's start from the beginning. How many people stay up reading on their phones all night long? They go to bed with their phone. Your phone should never be near your bed. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. It just shouldn't. Even you if you're using it, it, maybe. Even if you're using <laughs> it as an alarm, put it away from you. Put it down. Yeah. So sleep is a, is a huge factor. Diet is a second one. I'm yeah. not being mean to vegans, but a lot of people who call themselves vegans, vegetarians, are not getting the right nutrition. Okay, no, 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 no. Pause. That's not a diss on vegans or vegetarians because I don't eat dairy and I drink vegan protein powder okay, to make but, sure. But you are not the average person All that right. I've seen with That's... other friends of mine. And if I ask them, they either don't remember what they ate or they tell me something that it was, you know, a fried potato product Mm -hmm. or they couldn't get something. And that's just so unhealthy. Your brain needs protein to function. I think, okay, no matter what your um, diet preferences are or your diet No, you can eat bad. I eat badly. I eat meat and I still eat badly sometimes. Well, you can eat badly. You can eat healthy. But you need to make sure you're getting the appropriate amount of fats, carbs, and proteins that your body needs to function. I feel it the next day when I don't eat right. And I know it. And that's why I log it. And if I get in a bad mood or I feel like menopause is setting in or I feel like I'm going to be PMSy, if I look two days, even three days prior and look at what I'm eating and how I've been sleeping, it's that's what's causing it. Mm-hmm. Now I know the cause, I can fix it. But what we do, what do we do normally is we sit there and go, I'm really cranky and I'm in a bad mood. But I didn't have to be because I ate that pint of Ben and Jerry's two days ago and my sugar's crashing the next day and then I don't feel like doing anything and then I eat carbs and that makes it worse and then I don't sleep right. Dot, dot, dot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so please, first, if you, if you feel you can't afford... A professional and you feel like you're having some health mental health issues please for the first just look at your sleep patterns and your eating habits but also just because you don't have the diagnosis doesn't mean that you don't have it and even if you have it, and even if you have it you still have to do something exactly it. you have to be willing to take the steps to fix it rather than anchoring in it Doctors get frustrated because they assume that you walk into their office and you just want a pill. You don't want to fix the problem. I can walk into Um. my doctor's (laughs) office and say, she'll tell me, hey, you're starting to have high blood pressure. I want to put you on a pill. And I'm go, yeah, but I'm also overweight. I want to get the weight off and then let's discuss it in six months unless my blood pressure is way high. I prefer to do it that way. I prefer to give me a chance to work on it. I want to fix the problem, not just give me a pill because... That seems to be how Big Daddy D died. And instead of fixing the problem, he just took the pills and then... Let's clarify for people if they don't know, though. Because um, if you aren't someone who's our friend, you wouldn't (laughs) know this. Uh, Maybe you would. But um, 
Big Daddy D, I guess, is what we're calling oh, him. Big Daddy D. Big Daddy D. That's my father and her husband. He's dead. He lit, you know? <laughs> so, he groped out. Yes, um, he had a brain aneurysm. That's what she meant by that. Yeah. You know, he really hit he the... He was gone in a blank. Yeah. In a blank. He really said, bye, peace out. Aw, we miss him. We miss him. There's a good example of labeling. The one thing that I did not want, I would fight it tooth and nail, is I did not want to be the widow. Oh, oh, I'm a widow. Mm-hmm. I'm a widow. Nope, nope, mm-mm, nope. <laughs> I mean, you are. I am. But, you know, I don't need to wear black and walk around on the tops of roofs and, you know, just walk back and forth at night worrying about fretting over life. No, nope. Well, I wear a lot of black, but not for that reason. <laughs> Skinny. Um, emo girl, say what? <laughs> little emo, little little punky girl, little we alt girl. Little That's not true. No. no, we love them, but you know, I I don't think I fall into that category necessarily anymore. Anymore? Oh my god! You, you tried TBT. It on. You tried it on. Yeah. Um, going back to something you said about um, social media and um, influencing. Well, yes, but you said something about how when you want everyone else to change, then that's like a signal. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I want to bring up something that I've been seeing a lot lately and kind of get your opinion on it. Um, So, I think trigger warnings are very important for a lot of things. However... Yeah, we're going to go deep on this pod. We're going to go deep. We're going to be honest. We're We're here to open up. Yeah, I mean, we might say things that are wrong or, and call us out yeah absolutely. feel free to interact with us and absolutely us but some, your opinion matters your feelings are valid your feelings are valid but they we might, might just... not be real and we <laughs> well, may roast you for it they're not real but they are valid um okay but something i've been seeing is a lot of people using their insecurities or their mental health issues to project onto other people And so I think trigger warnings are very important when you're talking about, you know, trauma, right? And trauma can take many different forms, I understand that. But you also have to be accountable for yourself to know what, maybe, like, I feel like you can't avoid everything and you're going to see things that bother you, obviously, from your trauma, that remind you of your trauma, that do things. But not everyone else, no one else knows you. Right. It's up to you to In the great big world on social media, you don't matter, you know, in the way where everyone matters, but on social media, no one knows you. No one can read your mind. And so I see a lot of things where people are like, why didn't you put a trigger warning on this when it's literally like a girl dancing and it's just because she's skinny? Okay, well, yes, there's extremes to that, but let's- But it's happening a lot more lately. Okay, let me take it back to my generation. Mm Mm-hmm. Peanut allergies. This is a physical thing, and we're talking. Let's just yeah, no, no, no. This is a good example. Physical and the mental difference is is it's actually kind of the same. Mm -hmm. When people started an increasing number, whether it was awareness or scientifically that we're morphing, the nut allergies went off the charts, and now all of a sudden, those of us who had to bring peanut butter to school because we couldn't bring anything else or couldn't afford a school lunch or whatever back then, right? We were mad. Right, we were mad. One time you gave me peanut butter. I remember this, actually. This is a core memory of mine. You gave me peanut butter, and all of my friends sat at the peanut butter, like, free table, the peanut allergy table, 
And I remember I cried that and day. Then you were isolated. See? Yeah. I was so, left. Here's the thing. Alone. Can we be. I was in the trenches. If each of us takes responsibility for ourselves and not and or, but and the rest of us are just kinder to each other and say, okay, this really sucks, but I understand. If we approach things more like that with love, then, you know, I think we'll be in a better place. It's got to be both. It's got to be both. We have to take responsibility for our own reactions. What we, if we're, if we don't want to see a certain type of movie, if you don't like a horror movie, you have every right not to watch it. Right. But if you say horror movies shouldn't exist, now you're acting like an infant. Now you need to grow up a little bit. Yeah, I agree. I I don't know if I necessarily agree with the whole thing. I mean, I agree. But the whole thing about it's all about love and being nicer to each other and taking accountability. Because obviously it is. I think in an ideal world, that's would be best case scenario. But clearly that is not working. No, <laughs> because, that's not. I disagree. I well, think no one's tried that yet. I think there's only yeah. a handful of people trying that, and the rest but are there, going, Ur. There's no way to get everyone you on can't, board. No, you can never get everyone, but if you get the majority... That's true. If everyone starts... Then if the, most people start doing it, then it, it's a chain reaction. Then you're the right. last little bit of trolls you're right, you're right, you're and right. awful people can go live on that island that I think... I think England called it Australia. <laughs> Stop. Them, well, I'm sorry. Isn't that what happened? England went, you guys are bad. We don't like you. You're going over here. And they sent them to an island. It's now called Australia. We love it. Down under. <laughs> but we'll do we'll take. We'll gather up all our trolls and idiots and assholes and we'll put them over there on that island. That's what we'll do. I, I, no, I, oh, I like Australia. Hello, Elon Musk. Can you put him on Mars for us? Thanks. Oh. <laughs> Mars, the new Australia. He'd probably be going too. Oh, commentary. These are not the thoughts and opinions of Fossil. No. Send all your cards and letters to... <laughs> to be fair, I don't know jack shit about Elon Musk. Um, I just know that he's rich. But if we keep the kindness on ourselves, right? We take the responsibility of our own emotions and helping to protect. I'm not saying, you know, being responsible. You cannot be responsible for somebody else's feelings or thoughts, Mm -hmm. but doesn't it come down to if we love ourselves, we can love other people and how much we love ourselves and respect ourselves is how we can love other people. So I think one of the, the, the key, the key phrases too is we draw in the love we think we deserve. And if we're always on the defensive, you're going to draw in other people who are defensive. And then you're just going to walk around being angry all the time because you're drawing in other people who are angry. Mm -hmm. But when you're happy and you're in a good mood, right, what happens? We smile. We stand up straighter. We might have a little pep in our step. And then people notice that because they want that too. Some people will just turn down and, you know... Um, resent you for being happy. Here's here's the thing. I don't think you necessarily have to be a happy-go-lucky person in order to no, attract good people. No, but here's you can't why, be happy here's why I'm going to argue this. I am the most cynical, pessimistic-ass bitch, okay? But I know, even though I have issues with self-esteem, I know I'm a decent person. And I do respect myself, and therefore the love that I draw in and the people I draw into my life are good people. There's a difference between... Between. Betwixt and between. Between. Not having self-esteem, it might be one of those other overused. 
just because you don't think you're all that and you know your flaws doesn't mean you don't have self-esteem. You, you, as long as you understand and you're comfortable knowing that you don't have to be perfect at something is everything. Okay, three categories of people. Ready? Uh-oh. Ready, I'm ready. never good at the fast ones. May, maybe four. Maybe four. No, this is something I, okay, I just thought about. Get, okay. This is something I just thought about. You have me, right, who doesn't like their outer shell necessarily. How many of us do, though? Well, uh, you'd be surprised. No, 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 no. Listen, listen, listen. You have people who might not be necessarily comfortable in their outer shell, right? But they like who they are as a person. They respect themselves, whatever, right? That's that's type one. Type two, the opposite of that. The people who really don't like themselves for who they are. And, you know, you can tell, kind of. But all they freaking talk about is their appearance and how amazing they look. And they really think they're all that, right? That's type two. Um, people who are really struggling on the inside. But wow, their social media, they act like their shit is gold because they've learned it's a learned behavior if you tell people that you're great they think you're great yeah yeah absolutely type three we'll call these mm, uh, the leos uh, <laughs> no, okay, I should, I should do, yeah. We love Leos. I love Leos, but y'all are on some shit sometimes. Why are we talking about this? What is going on no, with Leos? No, 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 no. Okay, I'm, I'm going, going with I'm it. just, I'm just saying they're like a, a subcategory, right? There's, there's like four different subcategories. Then there's the Leos. They love themselves in, out, anywhere, between. They are confident, okay? And then you have... The fourth group, who, they just don't like anything about themselves. Hmm. Two and four. Two and four are the, yeah, 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 definitely. Two and four. Because two is lying, and four is depressed. Mm Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I heard. One and three, I would say, are are fairly healthy. Mm -hmm. Um, I, well, okay, because I would say I'm in one, and I still got things to work through, but I wouldn't say it's, like, catastrophic. Nothing should be catastrophic. I mean... If you're in group four, though, that's pretty bad. Well, the, let's take a... Yeah, yeah. Let me overthink this, please. Mm-hmm. Give me a moment you're to welcome. overthink this. You're welcome. Number four has probably had so much crap happen to them, you know, at a rapid rate over years. There's probably abuse. Dog's toenails clicking that made them go crazy. All these things. <laughs> Are you type four? <laughs> no. I'm not type four. I would say you're closer no, to I type one. being type four. I would say you're closer to type one or type three, to be honest. Because you're that type of person who you're like, yeah, I might be ugly, but I still look good. But we're trying to fit people into a perfect box, and there are no perfect boxes. Sometimes you're person one, sometimes you're person four. Absolutely. You can shift, baby. But that's that's about, that's about what we need to normalize, that life is just a roller coaster. <laughs> I mean, and we can decide if we're going to throw our arms up and go, wee, or are we going to, like, vomit on the side? I think the goal should be type three, but with a little bit of humbling. <laughs> Just a slight bit of humbling. I think that happens anyway. Like, yeah. Life throat punches us and Absolutely. kicks us in the solar plexus once in a while, and you just got to deal with it. Absolutely. And if not, you'll be back to learn the lesson anyway. So after all of that, I hope that gave you something to think about. And uh, if you need someone to talk to, um, you can look me up at uh, www.angiemcmahon.com. That's M-C-M-A-N-N. I am a coach 
at this moment training to be a therapist, but I am more than willing to listen. Yeah, I don't think all of our episodes are going to be necessarily this serious, but um, I think... We went with it. We rode with it. But especially during a time like this, I mean, how can you not? Yeah. How can you not think so about So reach these out. You are not alone. We love you, and we, we hope that uh, your week goes extremely well, and uh, we will be back. And that you can excuse the dog's toenails on the floor. <laughs> And we'd love to hear from you. So if you enjoyed this or want to talk about something else, let us know. Follow us on Instagram. On the gram. At Fossil and the Spawn. Everything spelled out and and the are both spelled out. F-O-S-S-I-L-A-N-D-T-H-E-S-P-A-W-N. I was never good at spelling bees, so I really let her take that. I'm a bee. I'm a bee. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bee. Copyright copyright sorry anyways bye love you bye